0: All right, Katie, I think it's time to um, go through your Instagram again because I've noticed that the tweets have gotten in um, a little more erratic again. <laughs> so let's see. Were you thinking about that as you're tweeting or no?
1: No. Okay, well, th- those ones are sad.
0: Literally, yeah, but this one, barebacking <laughs> on this beautiful Friday evening. I mean... What's that about?
1: I'm on a horse. I know. Okay,
0: when you see the picture, it makes sense. Yeah, but but you
1: automatically see the picture. (laughs) It's not like you have to click it.
0: And then let's see what else Wait, go up.
1: What does that one say? Hotter.
0: Hotter now than ever. Every character you've ever played (laughs) combined. Miss you, Chad Michael Murray. You sexy man. Damn. And there's an Instagram link. I actually clicked on the link. And it's (laughs) like he looks really he being good interviewed. yeah he does look good um she's not even a good time what's that t- <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> there's there's a girl in the picture and your dog and you and that says she's not even a good time okay
1: <laughs> hey, i feel was... like
0: you've deleted some have i maybe not but i thought i saw some more crazy ones I like this tweet. Never trust anyone who doesn't like dogs. Speaks volumes. Good night. That's true.
1: Thanks. I'm glad that that tweet spoke to you.
0: And then there's this tweet that literally you've green dots all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> I called you out on that. I was like, what is this? Yeah, I
1: don't know why her phone um, did that to my face. But the girl on the left was my friend, Eddie, and I love her. Those cushions are not that blue anymore from all of our... Animals lying on them.
0: So, Katie, what are we talking about today? I I'm, want to flip it on you. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're I,
0: talking about? I'm
1: in a, So I had like not a very good lunch. It kind of tasted like a mushy bowl. And then we had like a cold swim.
0: Oh, yeah. Talk about the swim for a second.
1: Well, my parents have been keeping their pool... At around like 95 every day when it's been crazy hot out, yeah, and even some of their friends that come over to go swimming, yeah, are giving them a hard time as well. Like, come on, this pool's too hot. Well, today on this overcast, 23 <laughs> and windy day, it's freezing.
0: <laughs> and we jumped in thinking it was gonna be warm. Well, we walked in. Yeah, we, we, there's, we didn't jump. We, at we didn't all. jump. We didn't jump.
1: But thankfully, he doesn't have like the AC blasting. Yeah. In the house, because he tends to do that too. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit of a payoff. Yeah, we're
0: actually recording inside this week.
1: Yeah, back in my uh, my old bedroom.
0: Your childhood bedroom.
1: I'm just so relaxed.
0: I'm so relaxed too, but we still got to give the people what they're looking for, which is a new episode of our podcast.
1: Which maybe we should let people know what's going to be happening.
0: So yeah, we've decided that we're going to release the podcast bi-weekly you know, with busy schedules and we just want more time to put the episodes together and make sure they're exactly what our listeners are looking for, we decided to do an episode release every other week rather than weekly.
1: So we will definitely still keep posting about them and um, any feedback or suggestions, we're still... Openly, willingly.
0: Openly, willingly. Openly, willingly. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) okay.
1: We would still love to receive that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it'll just be every two weeks now, so it won't be as much, and we'll have a little bit more time to process and plan our episodes.
0: So today's episode is all about... Love. Well, of course. I mean, again, it's us, and we love talking about that. But it's about being happy while being single because so much of the time when you're single and you see all of your friends and relationships I can relate to this you are kind of comparing yourself to them and you're like well when is that going to happen to me when am I going to get a constant cuddle buddy you know that person that I can always be texting and telling them all about my day and things like that you know and there's an article that was published in Huffington Post and the title is this is what therapists tell people who are sick of being single it's by Brittany Wong And we're going to go through some of the things that the therapists are talking about and why, you know what, maybe it isn't so bad being single after all. And as the resident single person on this podcast, (laughs) I think I can relate.
1: Yeah, you have been single forever. (laughs) You know what, though? Being single is awesome.
0: You think? I feel like you've never really been single.
1: No, I absolutely have been single. And I think it's a really wonderful thing. Everything is up to you. I mean, even down to what's in your fridge, what you're going to eat for dinner, what show you're going to watch while you relax, how you're going to spend your time off. It's awesome. It's empowering to be able to have all those decisions. Relationships are amazing as well. Partnership and, you know, navigating life with the person you're with and, and memories and experiences. And like I even said on a previous podcast, my boyfriend's the only person I like to fight with because i just like everything about him for the most part i'm just kidding but um yeah i don't know i do understand though when you were saying about how people can can judge or compare themselves social media can be a very scary place to go when you're maybe not confident for whatever reason maybe you are single or you're not happy with your body or You don't even like your makeup routine, let's just say. Instagram and Facebook can be those places that you go to feel even worse about yourself. So if you're single and not wanting to be anymore and all your friends or people you went to high school with are getting married and having kids or getting engaged or all of those kind of next step things, it can be hard. You can kind of think, you know, when is that going to happen for me? Of course, there's also the thing coming from a woman's perspective. If they want to have kids, you know, I'm getting closer to 30. Women are having kids later than that nowadays. But you know what I mean? So the pressure, but eliminate like that. And it's really awesome to be single.
0: Well, it talks about that in this article. Um, someone was telling HuffPost that, you know, she Did you
1: just abbreviate Huff Post.
0: No, it says Huff Post here oh. Huffington Post, Huff Post, you know, whatever. We're cool like that. <laughs> so, this person was saying that at some point you think to yourself it's your fault, especially if you're a woman. So, kind of on that point and what you're talking about. And it talks about in this article about how millennials, you know, are waiting later and later to get married and they're only passingly interested in sex. We've talked about both those topics on this podcast. And they say that that's only half the story. Many millennials are still eager for commitment, fulfilling long-term partnerships, but they struggle to find the right person. That's what the article says. So we, I want to go through some of these things and see if we can relate. One of the things that this psychotherapist named Deborah Dooley mentions in the article is that there's a deep belief that if you're single, it means that there's something negative about you. And then you end up taking that on yourself and reflecting it on yourself which then reflects on how you value yourself and value your self-worth so i want to get your opinion on that because i feel like a lot of the times when you're single you do kind of put it on yourself and you're like well why am i not in a relationship why is everyone else seemingly in a relationship and you start blaming yourself and finding maybe flaws about yourself
1: well i think it also depends on why you're single some people are very career focused um maybe they're on the next chapter with their job um so they don't really have much time to think about the dating world whereas some people are on all the apps really put themselves out there and they're not getting a good response that way so that can be probably a little bit harder to internalize because you are making the time to meet people and trying to create those connections and you know, using the different avenues. So when you're not successful, I guess not that success is achieved through relationships, but you know what I mean. Then I guess it can be a lot harder to grapple with. But I mean, some people think they're ready to be in relationships and or in a relationship and then can be quite closed off when they're meeting new people. Yeah. Also there's the whole concept of baggage, you know, people being hurt in the past, trust issues. So oh, you know that's
0: interesting. So I don't know if that would be a whole other episode that we could talk about baggage. Do you think it would be? It could be. Oh, okay. So maybe we won't go into it on this podcast. You're just going to have to wait and see.
1: (gasps) You're just going to have to wait and listen. You're
0: going to have to wait and listen. Oh, I like that. By the way, are you sure that your pool is, uh, your face just looks so scared. Like, what is he going to say? By the way, are you sure that your pool is salt water? Yeah. My eyes feel kind of tired like chlorine. You know, like when your eyes feel kind of,
1: Really? A
0: little. I didn't feel that way last time I was in the pool. Well,
1: it's supposed to be.
0: You you should ask. I wonder. Imagine
1: if they put it in wrong or something. I don't know because it's been salt water for like five six years. Yeah, yeah.
0: And when I was in it last time, I didn't feel that way. But it feels chloriney to me, Your like eyes on my look skin and my red. eyes. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen from salt water. So we'll have to ask. That's that's an interesting thing.
1: That is interesting. That,
0: that won't be its own podcast though. <laughs> so one of the things that this psychotherapist mentions in the article is that you shouldn't fall into the self-loathing trap. And she says that the reality is being single should be celebrated. And one of the things that she talks about is how oftentimes when you're single, you end up finding yourselves, your yourself, your purpose, and your passion. And I found that really interesting because I find that when you're on the search for someone, you're so focused on that and maybe you get down on yourself if something doesn't work out or whatever. Whereas when you're totally single, and just doing you, things happen naturally. And so many times you hear of that where the saying is, when you're not looking for someone, that's when you find someone. I do believe that that's the case. Do you have experience with that? Or do you find when you are looking for someone, that's when you've kind of gotten into a serious relationship?
1: Well, I mean, you definitely hear a lot of success stories about, you know, two people that are maybe looking for love and find each other. But I also do really understand the saying of if you're not looking, it can just kind of show up at your doorstep. And that's how my last two relationships were. Really? Yeah, I wasn't looking at all. I mean, I was single and not against being in a relationship. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but You weren't
0: like, actively seeking not, one, right? No,
1: not at all. Especially not my ex-boyfriend it was my um the very beginning of my second year of university yeah and uh moved into a house with my best friends and for the first time all those new things so I did not expect three weeks later someone to so yeah
0: <laughs> well because you were so focused on all the other new stuff happening in your life right?
1: exactly I think sometimes when people are trying too hard or or not desperate because that's a negative word but you're maybe you're losing track of what you want and what you have to offer and you kind of just get too wrapped up and they're like, I need a boyfriend or I need a girlfriend, I need yeah. a partner. Um, when you just kind of do you and and focus on what you're trying to accomplish, whatever it may be, then that right person will, you know, come in at the right time.
0: I like I like that idea and I feel, I feel the same way. I feel like that's what's going to happen with me is, you know, right now I'm really focused on career stuff and starting out in the world of communications and public relations. Have you, can you believe that my program is basically done now?
1: I know, it's crazy. I
0: started the podcast talking about going into the program and things like that. And now it's wrapping up. It's kind of bittersweet.
1: Yeah? It is. Did you make a lot of good friends? Yeah, I
0: made a lot of great friends. What and... about
1: like in comparison to your friends at Humber?
0: Oh, you mean like you? Well, I mean, you and I did have a radio show together
1: did
0: you find another katie jones uh no one could compare to katie jones
1: right answer <laughs>
0: <laughs> now another thing that it talks about is when you're starting to you know doubt yourself or if you're single and you're kind of looking for companionship right and i felt that way too it's like oh well i would like to go to a movie with someone that i'm dating or i'd like to go to this restaurant well number one it doesn't necessarily i don't think it says this in the article but number one you can do those things by yourself i've gone to concerts by myself and it's been fine i've gone to movies by myself wow i see how it is but the thing that it mentions in the article is invest in your friendships so you know we're hardwired for connections it talks about and how we crave companionship So, you know, you can find that in your friendships and invest in your friendships. How do you feel about that when it compares to a relationship?
1: I mean, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends come and go. Your friends are around forever. So it's very important to invest in your friends and and make sure you spend the time. With that said, the older we get, the more responsibilities we have. And it becomes harder for people to do as much as we used to when we were younger, just because we have like, you know, full-time jobs and bills and for some of us, kids. Um, so it is nice to come home and be with somebody, but at the same time, it's very empowering to learn how to be alone. My, my roommate in Australia used to say I didn't know how to do that just because I was always out and about and here, there, or everywhere. For me, I felt like it was a little bit different because I was there, you know, kind of like temporarily. So I wanted to get the most out of it. And I didn't really want to watch Netflix in bed. But um, he probably did have some truth to it. It's not that I'm afraid of being alone. I just enjoy being around somebody or people more.
0: Well, you're a relationship girl. Yeah. I I feel that way.
1: I do like relationships. I do like, I like humor and spontaneity and fun times and everybody that I've ever dated I had that in common with so that makes for a lot of good memories and my boyfriend's very close with like where where I work that everybody that kind of comes in there and he has a really great relationship with my mom so it's nice like making those memories and those experiences but if let's say I was single I wouldn't hopefully like not get I wouldn't get depressed about it you know like it's like okay now it's time to do completely you again and there's no distractions or you know no settling but yeah I'm not going to lie being with somebody that I can call yeah. that makes me feel good that I make feel good that yeah. I look forward to seeing it's a nice thing and um but that doesn't mean you need it and you should never doubt self worth just because you may not have it at the moment because that anybody can have a boyfriend or girlfriend yeah so
0: well I was just going to say that in the article it says that the idea of connecting more with your friends or whatever it's not going to lessen your want for a partner but it can help you stay actively connected to people in your life in other ways and I definitely don't I agree with that I don't think that having really close friendships is going to replace that idea of having Relationship. I do agree that like having close friendships and having close bonds with your family and things like that can help you in everyday life with struggles or with things that you know, having someone to talk to. But I just feel as though it is different to have that person like you're talking about that you can phone up or that you can text or you can go home to and tell all about your day. You know what I mean? Every little thing that happens, you're like, I can't wait to tell my partner, right? Or to plan like a nice little dinner or to experience that concert together. Yeah, you can go to a concert on your own. I've done it. Yeah, you can go to a movie on your own. I've done that too. But there's been times where I've walked out of a concert and seen people holding hands. And I'm like, I kind of wish I experienced that awesome moment with someone else.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, when, first thing you want to do when you walk out of a movie because you have to be silent the whole time is what did you think? Or, yeah. I thought that was the worst ending. <laughs> that's or, what
0: you and I did. Oh,
1: that's what everybody does when you leave a movie. <laughs> But um, actually,
0: we, we may see a movie later today. We're not sure. I'm
1: not seeing a movie.
0: She literally suggested it. I wish we had it on the recording.
1: Actually, you should go to this movie theater with me one time. I hadn't been there in years, but yeah. it's like an Uxbridge icon and Uxbridge is very close to and here. It's outside? No. Oh. It's called the Roxy. Yeah. Shout out to anyone that knows the Roxy. Yeah. It's been around for like, I don't know, at least 70 years. I think there's only ever like two movies that can play, but they're always like the number one ones. Yeah. And it's just so old school and like, you know, the, it's not going to be the best quality picture because.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, you're really selling me on this.
1: (laughs) It's just, it's nice. It's not a big silver city, but I do really like silver city. And last time Ryan and I went to the movies, um, on his birthday They asked me if I want to butter on my popcorn. And I was like, absolutely. Like, what kind of question is that? (laughs) And then this lady comes out with a beautiful question. I've never been asked this. Would you like us to layer it or just put it on top? I was like, oh, you can layer that butter, baby. (laughs) Like, whoa, you're not lazy, are you? Like, you're going to do your job to the fullest. So I had... Delicious buttery popcorn through and through, but it was a little too buttery. Was it? But her intentions were in the right place.
0: (laughs) Shout out to you. (laughs) you. (laughs) No, but legitimately, you said like 10 minutes ago that you would, we should go see a movie. And I said, we should go see a movie. And then I said, Lion King. And then you were not totally down, but. (laughs) It doesn't negate the fact that you want to go see a movie with me.
1: Okay, well, like, maybe.
0: <laughs> if you got to know anything about Katie Jones, if she says maybe, that probably means no.
1: Is that true?
0: I don't know. I kind of just said it to say it. Because I feel like for most people, if they say maybe, it's usually a no. But I've said maybe before and then thought about it and then I decide yes.
1: Oh, that's good. Don't you think? I understand your thought process. Okay.
0: Thanks uh- for that.
1: One thing that I want to get out of this episode, um, it speaks to what we're talking about today and what we discuss a lot on these episodes with you guys is just kind of getting away from so much self-doubt and overthinking and over worrying. Yeah. Don't get that. I, I'm not trying to get that confused with, you know, having a goal, staying on track, staying passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, you knowing where you want to end up and taking that seriously. I'm talking about some of the things that we can't change and all of the kind of self deprecation we can do to ourselves and and all the worrying, because just as we all know, a lot of times in life it ends up working out and then you look back and you go, wow, I wish I hadn't spent all that time or those months or maybe even those years stressing out about this situation. Because you know, maybe the worst possibility happened and you're still okay. Or the best case scenario ended up playing out and you, it's the best case scenario. I just find that so much with relationships, we affiliate that with, as you were kind of saying, like self-acceptance, self-worth. And then maybe you do look back and you go, you know, I spent all this time pining over this person that didn't want me back, let's say. Yeah. And then, Turns out I don't even want that person. I found someone else even better, you know, and you can't get back those years or those times of just...
0: Or even if it's a couple weeks or months or whatever of talking with someone or seeing someone. That's like, it's a really good point. I've been there before where I was just making myself anxious about the situation and overthinking everything. I mean, I still overthink a lot of things. As anyone who's close to me knows. But, you know i think specifically when i was really into well i mean it's probably happened more than once but a a specific time that i'm thinking about i was just you know being anxious because oh well maybe this person didn't text me back or maybe they were a bit different that time that we met up or that time that we facetimed or whatever but at the end of the day hey it didn't work out whereas now I feel as though, and I could be wrong, but I feel as though I'm at a point where if this person isn't going to put in the same amount of effort or if they're going to, you know, people have off days, obviously. But if they're not going to be as into me as I'm into them, then is it really worth it at all?
1: Absolutely. And relationships don't define you. No. Uh, Even if you're with the person for 65 years, they don't define you. They are a part of who you are. But self-love, acceptance, all of that comes from within. It's corny for me to say, but it's true. And yeah, I do think if you are single, newly single, maybe stressed out that you feel you've been single for too long, don't look at that as a hindrance. I would look at that as a wonderful opportunity. And there's no timeline just because... People used to get married and have kids a lot younger and all that stuff. There's no timeline. Your timeline is your timeline.
0: Well, it's interesting because the article talks about what you were just saying, which is basically stay clear of rating your future. So rather than just focusing on what that long view is going to look like for you, think about the moments that you're having with that person. You know, take it one day at a time. Another thing that it mentions is don't stop dating. So even if you're over dating, still go out and go on those first dates because you'll you'll better understand what you're specifically looking for. And I can attest... And what you're
1: not looking and for. And what you're not
0: looking for. And I can attest to this. I've gone on so many first dates in the last couple of years. Since the last time I was seeing someone. The last time I was seeing someone was in 2016. And I've been on a ton of first dates. But a lot of the times it didn't make it to a second date because I wasn't into them back. But I still went on that first date. And, you know, I tried to... Stay as open-minded as possible. Even one time I went on a second date because my friends were like, oh, well, maybe he was shy or maybe, you know, just give it a second chance. And I did it. And guess what? Nothing changed. <laughs> I just like, realized oh, yeah, no, I really still I, don't like him. Yeah, it. I realize even more that he seems nice as a friend, but I don't see it as more than that. So I feel as though this is so true because I totally understand way more, I feel, of what I'm looking for than before I was going on all these first dates. Another thing that it mentions is join social groups specific to your interests, which is a great ma- way to meet people. I've heard of people meeting in co ed sports leagues.
1: Yeah, sign up for some volleyball.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Volleyball, eh?
1: I actually really like volleyball.
0: Beach volleyball or?
1: No, I don't want all that sand all up in me and all my. <laughs>
0: up in me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, you know, like diving on the sand. Like, that just seems painful. I'd rather lie on the beach with a margarita.
0: Oh, Margarita.
1: Margarita.
0: Senorita.
1: Margarita. Senorita. (laughs) What? Get your weird feet off my bed.
0: Don't my feet look nice now? I cut them. Oh, I forgot to say this. Remember the time that you were like, you need to cut that toenail? Yeah. I cut it like a couple days later and my toenail clipper broke. It broke the metal toenail clipper in the shower. So I went out and bought another one. And now how do they look?
1: you have kind of cute feet actually yeah they're like little kids feet
0: oh no they're like 10 and a halves are they
1: yeah they're not 10 they're like
0: 10 at least they're like 10 and (laughs) a half 10
1: (laughs) no they're nice feet i'm glad you cut your nail though and it broke you're crazy i
0: feel like your feet are kind of small
1: kind of small i have really small feet yeah i'm size four kids
0: Oh, well, you know what? You must save a lot of money on shoes.
1: Uh, yeah, but you know what? I don't buy them as much anymore because although I have pretty narrow feet, I find kids' feet are even more narrow. Oh. So sometimes they, they hurt a little bit.
0: Okay, so it's not worth it in the long run to save an extra 20 bucks or something?
1: Yeah, I guess it depends.
0: And the final point in this article is don't buy into the cultural expectation that you have to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, that is a really good point. However, I do think that, you know, overall, it's nice to be with someone. Number one, I mean, well, okay, maybe this isn't number one. I was going to say number one, you save on rent, but
1: (laughs) no. Yeah, that's not number one, but hey, it's handy. uh,
0: Number one is like, you know, you get the love and support of someone, another human being that truly cares for you. On a romantic level. It's, It's Exactly, and you have family and friends, but you're so right on a romantic level.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm always right.
0: What were you saying, though? Sorry, I interrupted you. No,
1: that's okay. No, I'm just saying because you do have your friends and family, hopefully, that love and support you. Um, But obviously, having a partner, it's just different. We'll leave it at that. So
0: what do you guys think? Do you think that you have to be in a relationship to be happy? Have you had moments where you're single and you're just living your best life? Or are you more of a relationship person where you're living your best life but with someone else?
1: Or are you in love with Ryan Durge and you just don't know how to approach it?
0: Uh, I mean, you can start by signing into my DMs.
1: Or just text me and I'll send you his home address.
0: Oh, no. no don't do that all of
1: the details don't do that he's expected to be home and his and his class schedule
0: don't do that (laughs) anyways thanks for listening and yeah so uh next week we won't have a new episode because we're going to go bi-weekly and so you'll just have to listen to us in two weeks
1: we love you
0: love you and don't forget to follow us at is this adulthood on instagram and at ita underscore podcast on twitter bam (laughs) Bye.